Hey guys, welcome back to Walkers Only Podcast. My guest for today is owner of Athair Threads, Joshi Fayoud. Before we start this podcast, this episode is brought to you by Solid Erections Carpentry. Whether it's a door hanging, a deck building, a full renovation, or a new build, get in touch with the amazing team at Solid Erections Carpentry, who are based in Brisbane. Anyone looking for demolition, strip out, asbestos, or hazardous material removal, then look no further than Base Hazmat. They do top quality work with top quality customer service in the Queensland area. Then check out the team at basehazmat.com. Our team at CMF Concrete and do residential builds, perform makeovers on driveways, patios, pool surrounds areas in, in a timely and an efficient manner. Working to a budget within our guidelines, they complement the look of your home in a matter of weeks. For all inquiries, email the team at cmfconcreting at gmail.com. But before we start, let's roll the intro. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone. Joshi Fayoud, how are you doing, brother? Good, good, good. Thanks for having me, my brother. No, no, thank you for coming on. It's, uh, it means a lot. It means a lot. I've, um, I've known you for a couple of years on and off now through footy. Like, mm. I know of you, I'd say. Mm. But I'd say in particular the last month or so, getting to know you even more. Mm. Um, isn't it crazy, right? So me and you are same positions. So I, I played my first ever game for East Tigers against you when you were at Redcliffe. That's right. That's right. And uh, I was like, geez, he looks fit. He looks strong. <laughs> Don't know what happened now. Uh, no, it's just like um, it's crazy, right? And then you came over to East, didn't you? Yeah, and that yeah. was the year I got injured. The year you left, yeah, yeah. But but back then, I look about it now. So that was maybe four, four, or five years ago now. Yeah, would you say? I'd say that. Yeah, four, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's crazy, right? So when when a someone comes to the club in your position, regardless of how nice they are, mm. you've got this weird competitiveness of going like, "F this Proper. guy." Yeah. I want like, regardless of how nice he is, not F him. I'm gonna go for him, and 100%. like, this is my spot. But then now. Now playing footy this year and yeah. getting to know you, man, you're one of the nicest dudes I know. <laughs> and like, um, and obviously maybe because my my mindset towards rugby is not the same. It's, it's not my goals are different, and I've softened myself. But then getting to know you now, man, like I said, yeah, you're a really nice guy, humble, and like you just bring this good energy and aura around you. So um, it's pretty cool, man. So thank you for coming on. No pleasure, bro. I feel I feel the exact same way. I was actually telling. Um, yes, see about it too. Mm. Um, on the way here, about how we, how we sort of met and how we sort of um, just met on the footy field, mm. and then all of a sudden we sort of clicked. But I feel the same way about you, my brother. <laughs> yeah, same you, same bro. energy. Yeah, thanks. same attitude towards uh, your personality as well, which is, I guess, why I'm able to connect with you on a good level. A eh? yeah, yeah, it's good. It's um, like I said, coming back now and playing playing with with valleys and having some fun. Um, like even yourself with your own journey, I think we've 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 taken a hard look at ourselves. Yeah. And now when we take a step into training or towards people in in that environment of rugby, I think we're more of a caring nurturer. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's cool to see. So when we talk, I rec- I feel like I can get on this like a deeper level oh, and understanding. And um, it's 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 amazing to hear because like I want my my only goal now about playing footy is supporting and like you know planting the seed in mm. the next generation of players coming through and going like you know we don't have to be that mentality yeah, we can we actually play better better right now mm. when we actually open up to each other and yeah talk about what's really going on and oh, what, what we're really interested in so yeah, um, yeah no it's cool 
No, it's good. I think I think also, well, you you said it perfectly the other night. Um, just having genuine conversations because mm. you know that football culture is just you know when you when you grow up in it, it you sort of you, you know you get sucked into it really easily and um, there's there's always only a handful of followers that you'll meet. Oh, so true. That are just genuine. Mm. Um, and those, I guess, as time goes on, I guess you'll see a lot more of that. But you sort of want to see a lot more of it now. Um, mm. And to be able to have a genuine conversation, like turning up to training, yes, it's a getaway from like stress and, mm. and life. You know, it's your time to just have fun and be you. But um, there's, there's still no genuineness about it. Um, you you know you get to act like a kid and all, but mm. um, there's nothing better than having a genuine conversation oh. at footy training and um, just talking more than just football. You know what I mean? Oh, hundred like, percent. As it, as we always say, there's more to life than than football. That's yeah, for sure. So true. Well, when when you're in that realm of living, I think that's all you think. Everyone is thinking football yeah. all the time, mm. um, or any sport. Any anyone who's listening is in. You think that's that the world revolves mm. around this, um, but like you said. It's actually now playing in the halves with you. Mm. It's um, it's either it's definitely complimented me now, knowing that like you know, even in my mindset um, around making mistakes. Like if I make mistake now, obviously this comes with maturity, but I just throw it over my shoulder like so what and move forward. Hundred percent. And like you know that that game where before I'd be looking in the past, I'd be looking for an excuse to oh that. Went wrong because you didn't do this for me or you didn't run a line. Instead, yeah. I just fuck yeah, fucked up. Hundred percent. And um, I own it. Yeah. And um, and at the same time, like playing in the halves with you now, it's just fun. Like it's like, yeah. uh, like when I was younger, I think I had this weird feeling of control. Yeah. And I wanted to prove to the coaches or prove to the players that I mm. was enough. So as a halfback, you're the the general as such, and you want to demand what's going on. You want to get your hands on the ball all the time. Yeah. And now, like for me, I'm I'm happy for someone else to take that lead, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. let me actually just focus on having fun out there. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's crazy concept, and I'm I'm it's weird. I I didn't want to go back to sports, yeah, 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 in particular, yeah, yeah. But I'm back now, and I feel like it's um it's done a full circle. Something yeah. that I was envy of, and I resented for a long time. Yeah. I found that weird love. For it again, mm. um, but at the same time, I, I I keep my ego in check. Oh, definitely. Well, I guess that comes with, bro. I think that comes with like your time and that you've given back to the sport, and I guess you understanding, um, like reflecting and understanding your strengths and weaknesses mm. as time has moved on. And I guess I know I hate to say, it, but as you get older, especially in the football years, you sort of, um, I wouldn't say you have a zero care factor towards playing, but it's. You're just a lot more calm and mm. less agitated about certain things, yeah. and um, I, I'm the exact same. Like I, I feel like I know my worth mm. um, as a human to be able to apply myself as a football player. Yeah, um, and I think that's why for me, I'm able to when I do play and, like you said, make mistakes. Like I'll just brush it. Like yeah, yeah. I just, I just be like, come on, Josh, be better. Like yeah, you know, you're better than that, and yeah. that, that's all you really need. To, it's just accountability, isn't it? Like, mm. and you know, knowing how to how to have that accountability, like put it in a way where it's not aggressive or yeah, yeah, <laughs> or just negative, you know what I mean? So but, true. Um, as as I've always said, there's, there's football in life is no different, you know, mm. so being able to apply myself into football from a life aspect has sort of helped yeah. me enjoy football a lot more, which is good. That's so sure. true. Mm. That's amazing, man. It's a, it's so true. Like um, I think, like you, t- like you talked about as well, having contentment outside of sport mm. can only bring – 
more happiness overall like so your sports is better your relationships with people are better your work ethic is better Mm. you want to play for people more because whatever's going outside of these these circles Mm. you know you find yourself more comfortable and um like you said we've all got our story as well but um for yourself man you come through a bit of a journey with the with the broncos Mm. um do you want to just talk a little bit on that and and maybe that's where you are today yeah um I, i sort of Man, I guess I'm I'm lucky, um, in a sense, because you know, obviously, I had a older brother who went um, through the system and sort of paved the way for me and my younger brother as well. So, um, you know, I was lucky enough to sort of be in, I guess, the Bronx development system at a young age and um, come through, and then I guess finishing high school, end up at Titans twenties, mm. and um, the travel sort of I got tired of it. So the <laughs> following year, I end up. <laughs> Coming um, back to Brizzy and um, played twenties at Bronx there, and got to play with um, my little brother Dave. So it's cool, man. Um, obviously, over that time, um, had a bit of my own adversity, and mm. um, especially for a, a young fella who's um, come through a system and um, who's always just been in a system and made rep teams. And I guess the moment things turn left, you know, you sort of think your, your life's over. Mm. <laughs> so I've definitely had my my. Um, times of um adversity and um through that time i guess i was lucky to have like i said i've been lucky because i've had my older brother who's been yeah. to the system and he's nine years older than me so um by the time i got into like my late teens early 20s he was you know already like a like an adult really yeah, so yeah. He, he had his his life in check in, in terms of um his mental health and mm. understanding how to apply himself into life That's um so i guess through that time um, like I said, I've just been lucky to have my older brother to, I guess, um, be be my mentor. Mm, that's um, great. So you know, despite despite you know, everyone everyone has different levels of adversity. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I look back and I don't think mine was as severe. But um, for someone who who just frothed football and mm. just lived and breathed it, like it felt like it was the end of the world. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, I had my fair share of injuries, as 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 you have as well. Um, so I guess we sort of share that sort of same experience yeah. around um, the adversity of, uh, I guess, football and injuries and mm. um, feeling like football's the only thing that matters in so life. True. But um, as I said, my brother's my older brother sort of mentored me in a way where I was able to, I guess, I guess, see football from a different aspect and. And perspective, and show me that there's more to life than than football. Yeah. Um, so, for me, from a young age, I'd say about eighteen, I guess that's when my life perspective changed. Yeah. Um, which is pretty rare for an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. Um, especially in a football system. Massively, it's young, and it's like um, for that stage to have so much weight on your shoulders, it can mm. be tough. And and I just think now always of the the next generation coming through, like the the pressures are, are harder. So, and um, there's more resources out there to mm. create like negativity as well. Like you've got social media now that blows up, and ev- everyone's got a voice on social media. Yeah. And I think how much that, can that play a fact? The, the thing, going back to playing under twenties and stuff, what I realized when I was playing in the UK was because um, you travel with the first team, right? Oh, they. Not at Bronx, they and yeah, they sort of go 
a day before. Yeah. Before, yeah. All right. So even down to like little things like, you know, the curtain raises, you know, you play before the top team mm. in, the, in the Super League, we would, or, um, you know, you get your bag of kit. Yeah. And you, you really feel like you made it. 100%. And this is probably a message to the people who are in that system now. We're not quite there, but you're on the cusp. Mm. And, you know, you really feel like you're there. And I don't know, I, I for myself, I felt a lot of pressures, you know, with family, like, um, like they're proud of you, right? And they yeah. they just want to show that they're proud. Definitely. But I think sometimes, like, when something does go wrong, you feel this pressure. I felt this pressure anyway. Jeez, mm. I've let I've let them down. Yeah. Um. Obviously, for your brother being older, um, and being through the similar similar journey, mm. you know, injuries and knockbacks. I think it was good for him to kind of like probably put that tent over you and be like, "Hey, 100%. I've got your yeah, umbrella, whatever." So yeah. look after you. So. Um, but I think if you didn't have that person, it could be a, a lot harder. Oh yeah. And and one thing like you talk about, you know, family for you obviously is massive. Family for everyone, I think, is pretty big. But if you've got that support network, which is family, yeah. Um, and obviously, all pretty central to each other. It, yeah. It definitely helps through those times. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I think also you know, like you said, like not not everyone will have that support from family. But um, if you're if you're wanting and willing to. I guess be in that position to want to um, overcome stuff like mm. that. You, you, I guess you've got to be able to find um, that person for you, or mm. um, surround yourself around that right yeah. person or people, whoever yeah. it may be. Um, because at the end of the day, like you know, yeah, our biggest influence is other people around us. Oh, hey? show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Hundred percent. I love. <laughs> I love that saying. It's, bro, that's one, <laughs> one I take everywhere with me. When, when I got told that, I was like, oh, that is so true. Mm. Um, yeah, but like for yourself now, like for you know, there's still a lot left left in you, Josh. Oh, so, proper, yeah. But um, for yourself, what is that? Um, I'll, I'm at this. I guess I'm at this stage in my life. Um, at 25, still um, young, still young, bro. Still look good too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, mum. Thanks, mum. <laughs> nah, I'm, I guess I'm at this point in my life where I sort of um. I just want to start to prioritize a lot more, mm. um, and you know, that's that's just me personally. Yeah, um, you know, everyone has this point of their point of time in their life where they have it at different times. So, mm. for me right now, it's just trying to prioritize. I guess what's more important for me and what's going to benefit me um, personally as a human being um, going forward. So, I guess for me, it's you know, playing coming back and playing football is is more of a I guess a enjoyment factor yeah. and. Um, just trying to, you know, for my own physical health, mm. mental health, really as well, because um, that's where you know I found a lot of enjoyment, and mm. I guess that's that's part of what I'm trying to build, so then I can have that strength to, um, I guess, rely, or not rely, but um, continue and try find what's what's the priority yeah. for me. So, you know, obviously with other threads and um, with the business that I've got going with um, my partner Marnie, um, you know, that's something that. I've had to um, find to do, like, you know, when we say find something else that you're passionate about, because um, I love football so much, yeah. uh, I had to find something else I was passionate about. And, um, like, my culture and my identity is something that I'm obviously hugely, hugely um, passionate about um, because, you know, my older brother once told me that, you know, my identity, uh, my culture is my identity and that's, yeah. Um, if I if I find out who my ancestors are and that's some that's somehow I can apply myself the same way they did and so um, yeah with culture being a, a massive uh, passion for me so I sort of wanted to be able to share that through 
through um, other threads, through clothing and um, and just wanting to give back as well. Like yeah. um, I'm a massive community man. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to work in a um, a youth program for like six years, four or oh, five or six years, and um, so that's something I also want to continue doing at some point in my life that's is um, you know develop programs and yeah. do all that kind of stuff. So I guess that's the priorities for me at the moment. That's amazing. Mm. That's, I think it's something so powerful, right? And we're so consumed sometimes in ourselves and how we feel and our emotions and why aren't we at certain stages of our life and we get really mm. beat up about it. But then sometimes you just need to check yourself and go like, it's not all about us. Yeah. Is this, we're, we're like a little pea in this yeah. world, man. 100%. What can we do to improve the mm. our country or the people around us? Mm. And the most, if you ever want to find any form of fulfillment, I believe it's in helping others. Yeah, Being 100%. selfless. Yeah. It's, um, you know, like going back to sports, we're so consumed in targets, mm. our own uh, goals and getting achieving things all the time, but we forget about the people around us. Mm. And I think it's so important that, you know, in a society now that is so consumed on trying to look amazing, the individual look amazing. Yeah. And, but deep down, they're, they're, they're not happy people. No. I think no. we just got to buy back into the old school mentality of helping others, you know. Yeah. If, even if you break it down to Christmas, what's the best thing about Christmas when you give your presents? It's not mm. receiving, it's giving. Yeah. And and it's so simple, something like that. 100%, yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, I, that, that was probably the transition for me was like, um, was like, I needed to find some of this passion that I'm passionate about mm. and and giving and helping and, yeah. and, and, you know, walking my journey, yeah. my experiences help someone else. And I know that, you know, that I am good enough that I'm, you know, Sometimes we feel like, oh, we can't do these things because we need to have things in line. We mm. need to have this accreditation. We need to have this, all our, you know, everything in line before we do something instead of just taking that jump. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And like going, like, I'll figure it out while I'm moving. Yeah. And like, it's not going to be a smooth road. No. The smoothest roads aren't actually going to take us to where we need to go. We no. need to have some obstacles in our way. No, exactly. Um, so it's just when, once you once you break into that area and go, you know, like regardless in life, whatever you want to go, it's going to be hard. Like, yeah. You know, if you had so many easy days, you'd get bored shitless. Oh. You know what I mean? How long can you sit around the house watching Netflix for before you lose oh, your man. mind? Hundred percent. And I start to feel depressed, man. If I'm sitting there all day eating shit, mm. I'm I'm feeling depressed. Yeah. I need to get moving. I need to get out. I need to start being active. Yeah. I need to get around good people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like it's 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 important. It's important for all these fundamentals, you know, and and like you said. Finding someone that was passionate to you outside of football because it was so important to you. Yeah. Um, we need to, I think you need to have, a, you know, something that counteracts the other. Yeah, so, you know, for 100%. Instance, if tomorrow Walker's Only Podcast ends, mm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't define who I am. No, exactly. 100%. Like, I'm so much more than that. Yeah. I'll go do something else tomorrow. Like, and that's how we should live life. Yeah, we're not latching onto something. As soon as we latch onto something, is the moment it's starting to move from us. Hundred percent. I feel like if you, I've always, I've always said this. You know, especially when I was doing um, youth work, I've always said to like you know the students, like if you know your worth Mm. and understand who you are as a person, um, that's really all you need to, I guess, go through life every day. Yeah. Um, Because, like you said, the things that we have and. you know, those things are temporary. Yeah. Um, you know, because you, you'll get bored shitless mm. at some point and then want to go and find something else to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you if you, if you you want to, um, I guess, find something passionate or do something you're passionate about, like, 
Yes, I, you know, we're talking about giving as well and, um, you know, how important it is. But I, I feel like the biggest thing is you've got to also give back to yourself. Mm. Um, I think that's the most important thing is if, you know, you've got you've got to find – to be able to give back to, to give back, you've got to just give to yourself first because you need to build yourself up as yeah. a person to give yourself the strength mentally, emotionally, mm. spiritually. 100%. Um, to be able to do that um, because, you know, ourselves are just as important. As, oh, um, as anyone else. So, you know, I feel like for me, that's that's sort of how I sort of figured out how to be so mentally and um, emotionally stronger is because I, I started building my own character. And when we talk about going through rough roads mm. um, to get to, to where you want to be in the future, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for me, I look at those rough roads as character building and oh, 100%. Um, learning. And, you know, we always say that learn from your mistakes. And it's true. Like, yeah. Have to, you've got to. Um, it's not a negative thing to make mistake, is it? Like, ah. how we talk about footy, like when you make a mistake, yeah. it's just all right, there's always another, yeah, another yeah. opportunity to do it again. Oh, so true. It's like, um, you know, I believe you either win or you learn mm, 100%. You know, like it's not a loss, no, it's not you a learn loss from that, that yeah. mistake. Um, yeah. but going back as well to you saying how, like, you know, make sure that you're filling your own cup, mm. um, you know, I, I believe that that comes down to as well is. Doing things obviously that that do help you do that. So finding out what your love language is. Yeah. If you're in a relationship and coming home, you go, "Oh, this will works for this guy." Then yeah. okay, or oh, this works for your partner, mm. or or you know, in whatever relationship you're in, um, and just figuring out what helps each other because it you know you're filling their cup up and filling yourself yeah, exactly. up. Exactly. But it even comes down to society now. We're like you know it's cool, or we we work so goal driven that we got to work sixty hours a week. We've got to be seventy hours yeah. a week into a business. And lose ourselves, and then you come home and you're depleted. Mm. That's not work. Like that's not fit. that's not a balanced lifestyle. Everyone no. talks about a balanced lifestyle yeah. right now, and we're we're in this society where we we need to work for the someone to be paid, and then we're in this vicious circle. Instead, I believe in the next I don't know how long. I believe in in a couple of years or ten, twenty years, everyone will become their own business. Oh yeah, and I believe that everyone will have their own knack of skill. So if mm. you if I wanted you, for instance, I'd be like, hey, can I? contract you for this job yeah but you don't work for a corporation no and that's how it's all going to work at some stage because um it you know we need freedom and freedom in our lives we yeah. need to we're not designed to work these big hours every week no. and then come home sad like that's not living yeah. it's not it's living not is bloody making sure that you can do what you want in parts of the day yeah you got to put some bread on the table yeah but get that balance right we're, we're becoming too greedy yeah that's what it's yeah. coming down to yeah definitely no 100 percent. i think balance is it's definitely a fair statement. Um, you know, time, then you're right, times are, times are changing and I guess people are starting to realise that as well. Mm. Um, you know, for me personally, like, I, I work at, working in the, I guess, the youth um, work industry sort of sort of realised that a whole lot because I, I started becoming mentally and emotionally drained from giving yeah, all yeah. the time, you know what I mean? And and I, it's not um, saying that it was it was bad, but... I started forgetting about myself at that point. Um, And so, you know, having that fine balance, being able to um, do that because you get comfortable and you you start to do the things that you shouldn't be doing, you know what I mean? Um, So I think, I think it's so important to have a a fine, fine balance with, with life just because, you know, you don't want to wake up every day going to work, being like, I have to go to work. If you had got work the next day, you want to wake up and be like, sweet, let's go, let's let's go go to work. I'm keen, let's go change some lives, let's go save some lives. You know what I mean? That sort of attitude. So I think (laughs) think if if you're not at that mindset 
every time you're waking up, then yeah. you probably need to change your career or so need to have a reflection of, yeah. of yourself personally, that's for sure. Or even with that, just some form of awareness. We go, hey, like I'm I'm feeling depleted, that I'm feeling yeah. burnt out. I need to take some time off or go mm. on a holiday or just, you know, have check check yourself out because you can't give from an empty cup as they oh, say. You can't. Um but man, when you going back to you talking about culture earlier, so with you being an indigenous person, mm. Aboriginal, um Torres Strait. Torres Strait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fake friend. Oh, sorry, brother. But with that, what what does culture mean? Like you say, it's massive to you. So, how do you incorporate that into your business? Um, I, I think, uh, I guess the reason, not, not that I guess, the reason why we, Marnie and I, started um, this because we sort of saw a lack of um, understanding uh, for Torres Strait Islanders, mm. um, and Marnie being non additions I think her being with me, she sort of saw that as well. And um, it's, just, it's not that it was funny, but she started taking it personally as well. Like, like oh, that's not right. Like, yeah, you, know, you, guys, you guys deserve a bit of acknowledgement and as, as a culture. And, um, yes, you know, having acknowledgement as a culture is, is good and all, but I think there's a stigma around um, why people aren't acknowledging it as much is because I guess us as people, we sort of don't allow that opportunity mm. to embrace it. Um, and we come across as like that, that it's ours. And at the end of the day, like the culture is our, ours. And, um, but there's certain parts that, you know, that are just there to share. Mm. Um, and so through, through what I've, or through what Marnie and I created, we sort of, um, wanted to create an opportunity where people were able to embrace, Mm. um, the culture through clothing. Uh, that's how we started because everyone loves fashion. Everyone loves Clothing and um, we started just um, we didn't we didn't want to like overwhelm people mm. so we started with just like using like certain words or slangs that we used that we use as Torres Strait Islanders and um, and a lot of it's so funny because a lot of people started um, connecting with it and enjoyed it because um, it was subtle it wasn't like yeah. in your face um, and so I guess that's how we sort of saw what we wanted to do when it came to um, providing that opportunity for um, a lot of people to embrace it and um, understand and see it and learn about our culture. That's cool. Um, but, you know, this is only the beginning of yeah. what we're trying to achieve um, as a, I guess, as a company, as a That's cool. as a brand. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's cool, man. Mm. It's, and it's, a, it's interesting because it keeps you on your toes as well, right? Like you're mm. constantly learning on the run. Yeah, definitely. Hundred, so, oh, bro, I... I you know, I'm not much of a, a business man, but or a business mind, but I guess this has been a yeah. awesome learning curve, um, starting off with something this little. But it's definitely motivated me to do a lot more. Yeah, and inspired me to yeah. be more. Yeah, um, because you know, we we want this to be a long term thing, and obviously got a lot of plans uh, moving forward. Mm. But um, at the end of the day, I always tell Marnie, like, if we have a, a true purpose, yeah. Um, you know anything negative or anything um or any adversity that we face like we go back to what we said why we're doing this um, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like i said before our, our why is to just um man we, we want to be able to to give give our culture like oh i don't want to say respect because it is pretty it is a lot but as a culture like we're we're a small culture, and um, man, we have so much to offer. And but you're one of the you're the longest 
Yeah, I'd say we, we, we are the, with, with the Aboriginal people, we're the longest living cultures in the world. But you're um, small, but isn't that crazy? The, the, it's long, the longest living? It's, 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 yeah, well, that, that's why it's worth sharing, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's so, not just for Torres Strait but Aboriginal culture as well. There's so much to offer, and um, yes, there's a fine line between yeah. sharing and that, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm just passionate about um, people learning and understanding and mm. knowing what the culture's about, hey, like, it's it's exciting. And to be able to do that through um, through clothing, and yeah. um, it's pretty special because, bro, sometimes when I'm just, I'd, let's say me and Dave are just walking to Chermside, yep. I'd see someone wearing my hat, eh? I'm just yeah. spinning it, I'm like, Dave, Dave, Dave. How cool is that? Bro, man? oh, it's the best thing. Like, it's it's the fact that they're not only wearing our merch, but it's the fact that they're wearing something that, um, represents our culture, yeah, you know what I mean, cool, which though. is even more special. So, yeah. um, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting, and when I get to see it, but man, I've got a pretty awesome family that reps the merch loud and proud mm, too. That's good. Yeah. So, how long has it been going for now? Um, I'd say it's been going for I think coming up to a year, mm. year and a bit, maybe a year. Um, might have to have a year celebration like you, Walkers Only Podcast. That. <laughs> like that's one thing, right? So, um. I told myself, regardless, if I can make a year minimum, like I was like, celebrate the wins, you know, mm. celebrate the little milestones because we're so consumed in just like moving forward, moving forward, moving yeah. forward that we actually like got to stop sometimes. Go, yeah. Hey, look appreciate, where we are. Yeah, like appreciate how, what you... Yeah, like yeah. we put the work in, but like when you talk about your purpose earlier, mm. like I think if you if your purpose and your passion is this, mm. all the negatives you're willing you're willing to go past the negatives as in like, you know, the adversities that come those way because your why is so strong. Mm. Like for me, man, I've had, you get, you get, regardless if there's people talking shit, mm. it means that you're doing something right. 100%. There's a, you know, there's, there's always going to be someone telling you that yeah. you shouldn't or why you shouldn't or mm. this, that and the other. And, um, end of the day, man, just keep plodding along yeah. in what you got to do because, um, it's, it's it's something that you deep down in your heart yeah. are passionate about, and you no one can change that. Yeah, hundred percent. People said that you can't, I couldn't do a podcast. <laughs> People said I couldn't, uh, do, you know, talk about mental health. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, and you're right though. Like it's, and the, I think the key word out of all this is just passion. Hey, yeah. like you've got to, and well, not just passion, but your why. Like yeah, yeah. Um, like I said before, if you. If you ever come across times like that, you've got to go back to open up that book or wherever you wrote it, open it up and read why you started this 100%. purpose. Um, because when you have a passion, man, like uh, life just seems a lot more simple. Yeah. Oh, um, so true. That yeah. is one of the most truest things I've heard in a while. Yeah. When you have a passion and you're pursuing it, yeah, life becomes easier. Proper, yeah. Because you're not consumed in all the noise. No, exactly. Just focused on something. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you grow up through, like, school and mm. you go through the stereotypes of certain things and you shouldn't do that because you're like a clown, da 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 da, da. But the moment you leave school or you get older and you, you, you want to do what you want to do, man, you get genuine happiness from it, hey? Like, um, and all that white noise and the background noise that you listen to on your journey growing up like yeah. it just becomes silent like it does like you said the, the happiness just turns up and the moment your passion you understand your passion then you're just like you know what like yeah this is what i want to do this is who i want to be like yeah um because one day you'll work for me um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's, no. it's just one of those things like you know um 
we're always going to have to face adversity yeah. to um, be better every day. And um, at the end of the day, like we said, if you're passionate about something, don't don't hold back from it. Honestly, yeah. it's um, it's energy worth giving. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's worth the stress sometimes, yeah. most of the time, because you'll end up seeing the the joys of your work flourishing. Yeah, and and that's it, man. And one thing about yourself, you're you're a great talker. Mm. Like, so if you put passion with, and you can speak about it from the heart, mm. like you can sell, you can sell anything, hundred percent. And I think you know that's. I think from just knowing, getting to know you properly the last couple of months, like mm. that's where your real your real um, skill is is mm. talking to people and connecting to people, and and if you can do that through clothing. Yeah, and it, you know it, this is just a start. I believe it'll branch out into far bigger things. You yeah, know? definitely. It, bringing awareness is, um, you know, potentially a podcast with that. Mm. You know, spreading the word. The more we can get this out there to others, yeah. you know, and it brings awareness to you know the Westernized culture too. Definitely. Like, yeah. And I've tried. I spoke to Kieran Lander about this. Like, we talk about Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander culture, mm. but like for us coming over here, I came over here ten years ago. Like. I didn't know nothing about yeah. it. Like, all I knew about was like Surfers Paradise, mm. you know, Bondi Beach. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know anything else. We didn't know anything else about that until, you know, we started, to, when I started playing league here and then you'd get to know the, all the, boys the indigenous and, culture, yeah. the, you know, the, what's it called? The um, indigenous rounds. Yeah. And then you see the dancing and the, 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 the clothing and stuff. Mm. But, you know, that was back then. It's it's come a long way since then as well. Oh, I think that's one thing we've got to acknowledge. Um, both parties, like yeah. the needle is moving forward. Yeah, definitely. I mean, w- working in schools, I guess from my time being in school to now and going back and working in schools for the last six years, seven years, um, man, there's been a massive change. Yeah. Like in with all that stuff. Um, I don't know. Obviously, you see in media that you, you don't you don't see the stuff in media. In the media, that's for sure. But man, there's there's times are changing, and um, schools are embracing it a lot more. Um, and you know, where I work now, and we go to work at daycare centers, even daycare centers, like they start them at a young age, like they're they're doing a lot more for it, which is awesome to see. And honestly, it's a it's a proud thing to witness and um, to see to see like you know schools and daycare centers um, do a lot more of that acknowledgement yeah. um, towards it. It's pretty it's pretty special. Yeah. Um, because it, it doesn't come across as like nah. forcing it to happen. Like it, it just looks natural, and yeah. um, and that's that's I guess that's a good way to look at it. Obviously, like back in your day when you're in school, um, <laughs> or like anyone else, <laughs> anyone <trying> else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like even when I was at school, you, yeah, you yeah, never yeah. you never really you never really had that. Yeah, you, <laughs> 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 you never really had that um, nah. because. Man, you'd you'd turn up to school, and if you're indigenous, you'd be embarrassed. You'd be really, yeah. You'd feel you'd feel ashamed of it. Um, Why? Just because of the the stigma. The stigma, or? stigma around indigenous people. It's fucking um, weird that it is. is like so, not, yeah. not not that. It's the weird that you feel embarrassed to be indigenous yeah, to in be your own, own co- yeah. in your own country. Hundred percent. So, I guess, I guess you know, like now that I've gone back to work in schools, you see it, you see the change, and man, like kids are kids are a lot more. Yeah, proud of who they are, and um, yes, you've got that slight sense of shame, but it's it's going away, which is which is really powerful yeah. to see. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. I always think though, like uh, you know, hopefully one day that they, I don't know if they have, 
is they start to bring the language. You know, you have a teaching in one one mm. class a week, or whatever, where you, you learn the language. Yeah. Um, but there's so many languages. Yeah. How do you, where do you start? Yeah. I I, I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> like it'd be like how many? I don't even know how many languages are left. Oh, bro, I'm sure there's like hundreds and hundreds. So where do you? How do you combine? Is it a, a oh, common man, one? I, I, yeah, this is my own personal view, but I've always I've always thought that whatever country you're on and wherever your school mm. is, I guess that you know that'd be the language that you learn. But in terms of learning it, like it'd be it's like somewhat hard at the moment just because like language is just disappearing. Mm. Um, I guess especially on mainland Australia, but in Torres Strait, like um, it's it's obviously taught in school and yeah, at great. a young age and. Like the culture, we're we're lucky as Torres Islanders because our, like in terms of like um, learning language and cultural protocols, like it's pretty strong. Yeah, like yeah. it's still strong. Um, Explain to me from a not a rude point of view, but what's the, the difference between Torres Strait and Aboriginals? So obviously they're on the mainland, mainland, yeah. and we're on the islands. Yeah, yeah. But you've always connected over the years, regardless. Yeah, so I'd say our cultures, our cultures are very similar. Um, in terms of morals, who's the better looking? <laughs> when I get a fade, bro. <laughs> when I get a fade, I go from looking like a ten to a twelve. <laughs> nah, give it, give it. <laughs> nah, it's um, yeah, c- cultures are cultures are different in different aspects, but yeah. I guess the morals and foundation of of cultures is the same. Mm. Um, like family and understanding your role and um. I, I I don't want I don't want to talk too much about um, the Aboriginal side because I'm not obviously Aboriginal, but um, I guess the the clear difference is that we live on we're we're islanders, yeah, 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 and they live on mainland, yeah. and I guess the hunting mm. stuff is still the same, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah we're, we're very um, similar but very different yeah. at the same time. Would you say, for instance, then you know how, like with P and G, right? You've got mm. the, the like right the hinterland there. people, and yeah. you've got the people who live on the the coastal line, yeah. and they say the body shape, mm. like you've got the the mainland people are pretty like yeah, rock, solid, say, yeah, and you've got the people on the coastal line a bit more, yeah. Um, would you say leaner? Yeah, is that the same concept with Torres Strait or? Yeah, we've got some big people in Torres yeah? Strait, yeah. If yeah, that's from eating dugong and turtle, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean you'd be more like sea based, right? Yeah, eating fish, yeah. yeah. Where Aboriginal would be more. Meat, meat, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We're we're a very similar to P and G. Well, our, our descendants come from right, okay, come from there. So, um, so it's, I guess, yeah. When we, when, whenever I try to explain it, I, I like to say we're very, a lot more like P and Gs or like any other islander, like our culture and how yeah. we do things because we all live on an island and live around the sea. So, yeah, um, yeah I guess that's that's the difference between. Us as people, but at the end of the day, we sort of all are one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Hundred so, percent. Um, our, our languages and slangs have all just sort of intertwined, and um, yeah, everyone sort of, I guess, speaks the same and understands the yeah. same. Um, but yeah. Who is your favorite Torres Strait Islander player? Footy player. Oh man, I just said my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we, we didn't really have many. Oh, we had a few. Like, but I'd yeah. I just say my brother because my brother's always just been like yeah. my idol. Um, yeah. I don't even know your brother well at all, but mm. I know of your brother. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. People talking so highly about him. So, yeah. Um, if 
that ripples down. How many years ago did he stop playing and still oh, talks it up? He should have, you know, he could have gone further, but injuries, this and the other. So yeah. it's pretty cool that he's got that legacy still. Oh, bro, hundred percent. I, I, it's one of those things, especially when you're, um, when you're a younger brother of someone who's who's done pretty well in football, and you come through the system, and you have those typical like, mm. oh, um, your brother's a beast. You yeah, know, yeah, as yeah. good as he is. And I'm just like. When people try to say that as a joke, and I never get offended. I'm just like, yeah, I yeah. love my brother. Like, yeah. He was a freak. Yeah, you buy into it. 100%. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I was like, I'm what are not we offended. Doing like, <laughs> that's my brother. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, definitely the big bro. He's probably um, my favourite footy player yeah. growing up. Um, yeah, I don't really have many trash under. Is it Name a couple. that Do you know any? that? Got um, it was obviously like Danko guy, Alex Johnson, Sam Thade. Uh, Wendell Saylor uh, Josh uh, Hoffman is he? Josh Hoffman They're uh, the good looking ones eh? Good yeah, looking boys I'm telling you I'm telling you <laughs> When are you going to fade? <laughs> um, uh, yeah uh, there's, there's so many There's so many more just, Can yeah. throw hands as well I'd say uh, What happened to you? <laughs> I'm a lover not a fighter I only fight for love <laughs> uh, uh, Nah definitely, definitely some talent man Yeah Up there that's for sure mm. Um a funny story, quick one. Uh, went up to the Torres Strait one time to play in the um, TS Cup up there, and man, you know the Murray Carnival, yeah, how they yeah. Murray Carnival. So they got their own one up there, and um, obviously I, got, I was lucky to play for my island home up there. Cool cup bottle, shout out. Um, honestly, that was like an experience of a lifetime. I come back with a sore tailbone. What? Um, yeah, bro, it's different football. It's physical, like yeah, yeah. When people talk about what's your tailbone sore for? Oh, bro. <laughs> 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 and I never uh, went back to play again. <laughs> Walk with a limp <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it's a different football But honestly yeah. yeah I went up there It was an experience of a lifetime And got to play with like my cousins And yeah. uncles And, and That's all awesome, that man. But um, yeah shout out to TI The Rock That field is literally The Rock Oh really um, Yeah that's why my tailbone Yeah so, yeah okay um, But yeah nah Love it love it I love football up there too yeah. bro. It's the best ever Man well look Thank you so much for coming on today bro Really means a lot. Um, one thing I like to ask my guests before we wrap it up is, what are you grateful for? Oh, what am I grateful for? Um, man, I'm grateful for a few things. Ollie buying me coffee oh, no, this morning. Um, but just the breath to breathe, bro, to be able to wake up yeah. this morning. That's what I'm grateful for. Love that, man. Man, I'm excited for the business. I'm excited for what you've got in store personally and the growth and, and what you bring to others is just... Um, it's infectious in a beautiful way. So, man, I'm, I'm so grateful that we can do this today and spread the love. Nah. Thank you so much, guys. Hope you enjoy. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone.